down in twos. <laughs> nah, we do. Baby, read. Awesome Miss Balances for sure. You gotta spread out your collection a little bit. They Kobe's also. Welcome back everyone to another edition of the Ball Street Journal podcast. Today we're gonna continue our off-season review with the Washington Wizards. The Washington Wizards finished last year with a record of 35 and 47 12th in the Eastern Conference and did not make the playoffs. And for a long time there had been some questions about what is the future of the Wizards. For like the last year and a half, Bradley Beal had been put into every major trade conversation uh and and where he was going to land and I think at the trade deadline, uh, the Mavs kind of gave away their hand as to what their future is going to look like. They traded for and acquired Kristaps Porzingis from the Dallas Mavericks. They got Kristaps and a second uh, and a second overall pick, a uh, second round pick from Dallas, and gave Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans. And I think at that point, everyone kind of knew that the Wizards are in a win now mentality. Now. Last season is a little bit hard to judge. There was obviously a mid-season trade, but but more importantly, Bradley Beal had been injured most of the season. He had a wrist injury with a torn ligament, and he really wasn't himself all year. He is getting older, and uh, now we have a long tenure of a Bradley Beal-led Wizards team that really has not had too much success. If we look at the Wizards over the last five years, they've only made the playoffs two out of those five years and in each of those they were the eighth seed and got, and got knocked down the first round pretty easily so they haven't really had too much success uh in the playoffs and the real question is can a bradley beal led team really make any noise honestly it doesn't matter what we think the wizards are committed to bradley beal they made that evident when they gave him the second largest contract with the Supermax this offseason. He got five years, $251 million, including two things that I thought were quite surprising. His fifth year is fully guaranteed. It's not a team option. And more importantly than that, he got a no trade clause. And this is abnormal in today's NBA. Like Players don't really get no trade clauses anymore. Reason for that is it's really hard to move a contract. And then you know the player has ultimate say about where they're going to end up. We know that the Wizards' ownership has been really committed to Bradley Beal. Uh, Bradley Beal, again, similar to Damian Lillard, has been a guy that's been there for the franchise. He's been there for the city. The city really loves him, uh, and he's really committed to being with the Wizards. He said it multiple times, even if media didn't believe it, and he's kind of... uh, so far at least has has proven that he wants to be there now that's not to say a year or two down the line if the wizards haven't really turned it around that he's going to ask out but he doesn't he seems to be a guy that's very satisfied in 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 getting his numbers but also very very happy with being there for this the city of uh you know dc and so this is who the wizards are the wizards are going to be a team that's bradley beal and kp led but we know from last season that that wasn't going to be enough. They did go out and make a move that I think will be valuable, and I think it was a good move all around. 
Uh, they traded with the Denver Nuggets. They acquired Monte Morris and Will Barton, who I think are pretty good uh, wing players. Um, and I just think that Will Barton and Monte Morris had lived out their you know, welcome with the Nuggets and the Nuggets were looking for some changes. And, and I think these are pretty good pickups for the Wizards. I think these are players that will contribute to the team and, uh, and maybe will help them win. The other aspect of the Wizards roster that I really like is they do have some young players that I think are pretty valuable. Danny Avdia being and, and Rui Hachimura being the top two that I, I'm really interested in. Danny Avdia has already proven that he is a really, really good wing defender, but his offensive game really needs to turn out for him to be a relevant NBA player on a day-in and day-out basis. And Rui Hachimura, I mean, he's explosive. He's fun to watch. Um, and, and, you know, I think if he continues to grow, his offensive game is there where he can complement someone like Bradley Beal. Other guys that they have on their roster that I, 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 I like, I still like Kyle Kuzma. I think, you know, outside of the limelight of the LA Lakers, he's, he's quietly becoming a pretty good two-way player. And I continue to hope to see his growth. And then, um, you know, on a team that already had a lot of offensive talent, but I guess, you know, too much offense is never that bad. The Wizards drafted with the 10th overall pick Johnny Davis from Wisconsin, who's, you know, a bonafide scorer, scored 20 points per game last year. And uh, I, I question whether scoring is what they really needed, but uh, but that's who they got. And so that's, that's who we'll have to watch this year. Um, Looking at the rest of this roster and the rest of the offseason moves that they did, they um, they signed Devin Dotson to a free agent deal. They got Taj Gibson um, uh, from the Knicks. Uh, they got Jordan Goodwin, uh, Quentin Jackson, who's an undrafted rookie, Makar Maker, who's an undrafted rookie, and then they lost some guys. Uh, they lost Thomas Bryant, who ultimately ended up signing with the Lakers. They lost Tomas Sadoransky, uh, Neto, and Casillas Winston, uh, as well as the two guys, KCP and Ish Smith, that we already talked about. So I think at the end of the day, the thing that's most important about this team is they're going to live and die by who Bradley Beal is and what how far Bradley Beal can take them. My personal opinion is that this team is better than last year, but I still don't think that they are a remarkable team. The Eastern Conference is really, really, really jam-packed, particularly at the very top. I think that the Wizards have a chance to get into the play-in game if their team stays healthy, but I really don't think that they are a deep playoff team, um, which is unfortunate because Bradley Beal is getting paid a lot of money to help the Wizards win games. And... Um, a stardom of Bradley Beal and Kristaps Porzingis with a with a bunch of younger guys. I just don't think is enough to get it done. Um, I will probably watch some of their games just because Bradley Beal can be exciting to watch, but um, they're not going to be my league pass team. They're not going to be a team I tune in on day in and day out. Uh, and the jury is going to be out. You know, I think this year for this year the the whole Bradley Beal trade conversation has died out. But if they have another unsuccessful season this year, then 
I can see starting next offseason there being chattering of, you know, are, are they going to try to trade Bradley Beal? And um, the unfortunate reality is with the way that they gave him a contract, it's going to be really, really, really hard to trade him for anything valuable. In today's NBA, we do see that when, you know, young players get their contract a year or two in, start asking out, you can get a lot for those players. But the majority of those players or almost all of those players do not have a no trade clause that prevents them from being sent to a team that they don't want to go to for the maximal draft capital. So now not only do the Wizards have to try to win to keep Bradley Beal, but also if they don't win and Bradley Beal wants to leave, they have to take the offer that he thinks is best for him and not necessarily the offer that they think is the best for their franchise, which kind of stinks because if they decide that this iteration isn't working out, they're not going to be able to have the best rebuild possible because they're not going to be able to get probably the best assets that they can for Bradley Beal. Now, I do hope that I'm wrong and that Bradley Beal um, you know, has an all-NBA type season and Kristaps Porzingis stays healthy and is you know, who he was for the Knicks, you know, the first half of the season where people thought that he was going to be, uh, you know, a top player in the NBA, had been anointed, um, you know, the unicorn. I really hope that that does happen. I think Washington as a city deserves a strong NBA team, but uh, the skeptic in me says that that's not going to happen. It's unfortunate. Uh, I think the Wizards had a lot of movement this offseason, but they've declared themselves as a win-now team with a uh, a roster that I don't think is capable of winning now. We'll see how it pans out. That's all I have for you all today. See you later. I want to thank our producer, Sandeep. Without him, this podcast would not be possible. If you want to get the latest news on the podcast and to support us, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BSJPod. And check out our website at www.bsjpod.com. Thanks for tuning in.